You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. We are using the robot to find out more about Zen. Power features include more than 250,000 products and more than 200 distributors on the platform. Zen eliminates the need for placing orders on different websites. Zen price comparison. It's a feature that allows you to see price transparency all in one place. Access to special pricing. They use buying leverage to negotiate prices with Zen members. Same products or house brands are typically at 25 to 40% discount. Zen supplies gives you access to safety data sheets for all products in inventory with Zen. Either you are using iPad or desktop, MSDS will be at your fingertips. A simple feature allows you to see price transparency in one place. Entire order or individual product can be processed with a peace of mind. Did we mention free shipping on orders of $59 or more when purchasing from Zen Preferred Distributors? If you didn't like the product, you can always request a refund and return product for free. Are you ready to see Zen Supplies perform magic for your practice? Visit www.zensupplies.com. Well, hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited. Uh, As you know, next week is Dental Assistance Recognition Week. We are super excited about that. I'm sure any DA listening to the show right now is excited and hopes to get a gift. But here's the thing, guys. If you don't get a gift from your boss, it's okay. We still love you. That doesn't measure your worth. So don't be disappointed if you don't get recognized because you know what? We're recognizing you now. You are a rock star dental assistant. You are one of the best human beings in the history of the world for doing what you do, for what you do, and understanding that, you know, there's so much to this picture. Dental assistants, you guys are so lucky. You can go from general dentistry to pediatric to endodontics to uh, oral surgery. Like you have all of these orthodontic options. You can do anything you want. And that is your superpower. Speaking of superpowers, I have some rock stars with us today. I'm going to let those DAs um, introduce themselves. Rich, we're going to start with you first. Um, Why did you become a dental assistant? What do you love about becoming a dental assistant? And what do you want to see yourself doing in 10 years as a dental assistant? That's a great question. Thanks. I just love dental assisting. I got into it kind of on a whim. I was looking for a career field that was changing, that was, you know, that was um, um, allow it would allow me to give to other people and be a part of something that's so, you know, so positive. And so, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, never would have thought that I was ever going to be a dental assistant, you know, back in 2012. So uh, being here is just definitely a blessing in itself. Uh, where do I see myself in 10 years? I definitely still see myself in this field. That's for sure. Uh, wherever that takes me, I don't know. But um, the great thing about dental assisting is that you can pretty much go anywhere and helping patients anywhere in the world. You know, we have so many different opportunities to go around everywhere that we can, you know? Um, so I don't know. I, I definitely see myself in this field for a very long time and where it takes me, I have no idea, but to be in a position where I can help others develop and into their roles, being an assistant and helping our patients is pretty phenomenal. I, you know, I love it. And, and the fact that you see yourself in the role still, even to some capacity, I mean, all of us, we kind of as we age, we, we have different priorities. Maybe we develop different skill sets, but to see myself as a dental assistant, I mean, that is a true career. It's not mm-hmm. just a job. 
And I think that's, you know, if you're a dental assistant listening to the show, you already know it's not a job. Come on, guys. You know it's a career and you should be passionate about it. You should find what you're great at and then get even greater at it and then do it more and then be even like the greatest that you do it more because you're great at it. You guys, you're picking up what I'm putting down, right? So here's what we got. Karina, why did you become a dental assistant? What do you love about being a dental assistant? And where do you see yourself in 10 years as a dental assistant? Um, so I became a dental assistant because initially it was more of a stepping stone for me. Um, my original plan was to become either a dental hygienist or just get my foot in the door to see if I wanted to venture out into becoming a dentist. Um, of course, things changed for me. Like I said, I've been doing this for the last eight years and I've been doing it because I love it. And I love it because of the patient relationships that I built within my offices. I loved it even more once I got to explore and network outside of my office with other dental assistants. Um, so relationship portion is what really, really kept me here. And now um, being able to change the perspective of what a dental assistant does, whether it's friends, family, other dental assistants, working with schools and inspiring them as to how important our role really is, and just like you said, it's not a job, it's a career. And being able to not so much influence, but inspire, because that's my ultimate goal is to inspire, because I, I know how much um, greatness you can bring as a dental assistant into an office where people come in scared, mortified, not wanting to get treatment done and avoiding getting anything completed because of the worry of it hurting or not being sure what the outcome is going to be. So definitely changing the perspective is what I love about it. 10 years from now, I mean, I still imagine myself being in the field, just like Rich. I don't know where this path is going to take me, but so far it's been good. It's been a great ride. Um, so I look forward to what adventures and challenges come my way. You know, I love that you mentioned the relationship part. Um, I think a lot of DAs don't realize that's one of the things that we get to have with our patients. You know, some people think of it as a job to to have to not baby the patient, but they think of it as a job to have to empathize with them and sympathize with them and go out of their way to make these amenities happen so that they're comfortable. You guys put yourself in their shoes. You get to be their hero for that appointment. And developing that relationship is fundamental for you truly getting that, that feedback from that relationship that you have to make you want to keep doing this and to want to keep honing your skills. Like I have a script. I don't know about you guys, but I do, you know, good afternoon. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. We get to fix this tooth for you. Now here's some of my in-flight amenities. I have Pandora, Netflix, I have a weighted blanket. I have six pounds or 10 pounds. Here's some shaded glasses. Here's a pillow, like anything else I can get for you. Like I love being the stewardess of the dental operatory. And every year you do it, you were able to refine your vernacular so that you truly represent the profession as like, holy crap, like this person is my person. <laughs> this person is my person. They get me, they're here for me. This mean bully dentist is about to drill on my face. Like. I, I'm their person. And that is a relationship I think very few um, career paths get to have. And I, I think it's fascinating. Okay, Erica, you ready? Why did you become a dental assistant? What do you love about being a dental assistant? And what do you see yourself doing as a dental assistant in 10 years? Go. So kind of like what Rich said, for me, um, it was a whim. I walked into the school, 
didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something involving patient care, something to just help people, but not necessarily on the medical side of nursing. I wanted to do something more that was just more rewarding as far as um, interacting with people. So um, I started, became a dental assistant. After a while, it just was what I love. Um, my favorite part of it is just always knowing that there's an influence, always knowing that um, I'm impacting people around me and that's including the doctors, the assistants, um, the patients, just always knowing that it's always up. Patients are always wanting to talk to the assistants, wanting to, they, they relax more, they relate more with the assistants. They tell, you know, things that they'll never say in front of a doctor, they tell the assistant. So always being their go-to person and always being that person they can confide in. Um, as far as 10 years from now, just being an advocate for dental assistance, letting always reminding assistants that your job and what you do every day is important. Um, and just making sure they understand that things don't flow the way as best as they could without you. So you are, you are that person that holds the team together. You are that person that seems that everyone comes to because everyone expects you to know everything. Um, and just making sure dental assistants always feel appreciated because I truly, truly, truly love being a dental assistant. Wow, that was, that was, that's good. Okay, Rose, are you ready to top it off? I don't know how you're going to. I mean, Erica just literally, she gave everybody the momentum, like to literally like keep doing this. Cause you literally, you're the glue. You're the, so what do we call it? The nucleus, like the DA is the nucleus of the dental practice. And some doctors will recognize that as you being the nucleus, like it does not happen without you. Some doctors, eh, they may not recognize it yet. They will later on after they've been burnt a couple of times and lost some really good DAs. But I think it's so true. Like literally they could do their jobs individually, but you're the amalgam that keeps it all together. So Rose, why did you become a dental assistant? What's your favorite thing about being a dental assistant? And what do you see yourself doing in 10 years as a dental assistant? So I literally got dropped into an office as a 17 year old, straight out of high school. I was worried about prom, graduating, and I got dropped into a, a dental office. And now I'm a dental assistant, let's do this. Uh, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with helping people, but more the relationships you establish in the dental community. It's huge, it's not just a patient, it's your clinicians, then there's vendors. And then you start to meet other people in states and now you know somebody all the way across in Florida that's doing the same thing you're doing. And it's like, how did that happen? Or did you do this with that patient? So I was that 17 year old, then I expanded and was gonna grow into this you know, role of what is my scope as a dental assistant? How can I maximize myself clinically? taking up, you know, SEREC classes, becoming a registered dental assistant. What is my education going to look like for leadership? Because that's another avenue dental assistants have. We are a leader. We are thought leaders in the industry. And that's huge. So I went on, expanded my education, and it seems to never run out. Uh, in 10 years, let's say, okay, so some goals. I want to be the president of the California Dental Board. Absolutely. One goal like has to happen. We're going to do this as dental assistants here in California. And I think the second one is honestly, like my colleagues, is to inspire a whole nother generation of oral health care providers to join us in the community and really bring more exposure to what we do as a dental assistant when it relates to the mouth body connection and how we're going to have this medical integrated dentistry. I know from 10 years, the norm may be you go in for your physical and you see the dentist and you see us at the same time. So I look forward to that. 
but it's phenomenal for profession to be in. And I think this last year, especially as we've worked through COVID, we've hit new heights of what we can accomplish as a dental assistant. Um, and I am very lucky. I get to vibe with this crew every day. This is my part of my team and part of our team of dental assistants as we have 4,000 dental assistants we're gonna celebrate next week um, inside Pacific Dental Services. So it's gonna be a huge week and a huge week across the industry. Yeah, it's, you know, if anything last year taught us, and I was listening to Kevin Henry, he had a podcast recently about, um, you know, how to get recognized, but that was rough, okay? Because you guys know in most states in America, you would make more money on unemployment than you would if you told your dentist, I will come back to work wearing N95, you know, the full uh, hazmat suit, whatever. Like we had to make a choice. And a lot of dental assistants did choose to stay home. You know, they're like, you know what? I make more on unemployment. I'm just going to wait this out. I didn't really like what I did anyways. And maybe they found a different career path, but there was the, 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 the thick and thin. I mean, that's, that's us, right? thick and thin. We are with our doctors. Like, I don't care if I made more money at, at home. I wanted to be where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> and I, I think it happens for anything, whether you're ER doc, uh, you know, you work construction, you know, you're head of a grocery store. It doesn't matter if you have that passion, you are going to stick it out because it's who you are. It's who you were meant to be. And it's what you're supposed to do. Like, and I, I know that a lot of DAs, if you're leading your heart with money, no, it's never going to be the most financially rewarding career field. I mean, maybe in the future, I, I don't know, as, as we start to delegate and get more extended um, functions, expanded functions, I can see that happening, um, but it won't be across the board. So if you truly love what you were going to do, you're going to do more of it. When you do more of it, you get better at it. When you get better at it, you get more money. <laughs> so i mean i just i love it i you know you guys feel my soul whenever i see other da's that feel this passionate about their career path and to realize yeah it may be a slow start i i remember crying in my car every day at work because i sucked like i forgot something i didn't know what that was i i ran out of hand pieces just random my doctors looking at me like i felt like a constant disappointment but it, it all comes back to you do something enough, you get good at it. And so when you get good at it, that's when you find your sweet spot. So DAs, if I can emphasize anything, it's reach out to your peers. You know, if, if you are having a hard time with something, realize you're not on an island alone. Someone else has sucked at it too. So you need to find those people who got over the suckiness and said, you know what? I love taking, uh, you know, uh, this type of impression. I love making these scan bodies for these implants. Like you got to find those people that have overcome the challenges of the thing that you hate and you suck at and milk them for all they're worth. <laughs> like, Hey, what'd you do when this happened? What'd you do when this happened? Like, because the minute you figure it out, like I said, you do more of it, you get better at it. You enjoy it more Then you become the expert. I mean, Rose, you're, you're surrounding yourselves with DA experts. It sounds like, I mean, from across the country, <laughs> I, and that, that is a huge pipeline we've never had before. Never. I mean, cause my sister, she was a dental assistant for like three days or something in 1984. And I went and chatted her and I was like 12 or something. And, no, in 84, I was four. So that it was 94 and I was 14. I don't know what I was. I was younger than I am now. 
And she didn't know what she was doing. I mean, the guy just pulled her off the street and said, hey, you're a dental assistant, but didn't give her any educational background and expected her to succeed. Like Rose, you, you got lucky, you know, if you get pulled in being that greenhorn, like you were a sponge. I, you, you, I can't even imagine having, cause I, I learned dental assisting at 19. I can't even imagine having been younger and, and able to learn all, I mean, you have your fundamentals all set in concrete. And so you get to grow a little bit faster than some of us that are like kind of struggling, you know, like, Oh, I'm pushing the struggle bus up the hill because he keeps asking for this, you know, acorn and I don't know what an acorn is it's on a tree outside like you know it's just the struggle <laughs> of, of not getting that formal background so that's why I like what you guys are doing I love that you're supporting each other I love that you're educating and learning and it's just it's something we've needed for a long time and a lot of like I said DAs leave us because they don't have that support system so I appreciate you Thank you, Rhonda. I think, you know, on this call, what we probably have like over a hundred years of experience in the dental industry and there's only what five of us. Um, so it really speaks to how we just made it a career and each of us has found our own niche. Like you look at Erica, she created a role in her region for another dental assistant to advance in her market and over there in Miami. So kudos to you. Rich, he's leading a whole program for dental assistants to elevate themselves within the scope of what they're doing. And on top of that, he's leading Epic right now. We're rolling out Epic, a new charting system. Rich is heading that. And then we moved to Karina here in Southern California with me. She has this whole program with OAs. How do you advance and go from a dental assistant to registered and let's get you your OA. Um, so they're being very modest and what they do on a day-to-day -day basis, but it all adds value to our profession and there's nothing better than paying it forward. I love it. If you guys, this is your floor. Anything you want to share, uh, you know, cause drop some pearls cause we could all use them, especially with this week coming up. Yeah. I, I would like to echo what you had just said just a little bit ago in regards to you know, how to reach out to your team members. You know, one thing I've really learned about the dental field is that everyone is a resource. And if you feel as if, if you need to find an answer to something that you don't know, there is just somebody who's like in this room right now, I have two people that are in this room that I could reach out to. Like literally, you can't see them, but they're here, I promise. Uh, I have a doc in this room and I have our other regional back office manager in this room and they're just, great resources. If I have questions about CEREC, you know, I ask Dr. Dr. Duraney, hey, sir, what do I do with this parameter? Like, what, where do I figure this out? Or, you know, I ask my other partner, Jen, like, hey, you know, who was a dental assistant for 23 years? And so she's in this role, you know, massive resource. Uh, my counterparts in Arizona, like, it's just an amazing platform for us to reach out um, to other team members who have experienced the same things and, you know, being able to pass on that knowledge and, and being able to help the younger generations in this field to learn their role and to know that, hey, you know, you're not alone. This is a, it's a great field to be in and we're going to help create this culture with you um, so that you can flourish. It's just pretty exciting. And then that all turns into you know, our patient care being, if, if our patients see and feel that emotional connection in the office, because us as dental assistants have came together and worked with our providers and worked with the front office team to create that type of environment for them, 
like you see not only the financial gain, but just that relationship gain that you get from your patients and people travel. As you all know, just to come to work today, we've passed so many dental offices, right? And each one of those offices has a different culture and those patients choose that culture. They choose to go to that office because of that emotional connection that they've had with the team. You know, they could have a great dentist in there or a great front office team member in there, but, you know, or, or they, they do great work, but if they don't have that cultural experience, like, yeah, they don't have that connection, they're not gonna come back. And so that's what we strive as dental assistants to help create within our office walls and with our team members and to see that cohesion happen is pretty phenomenal. No, I, I totally get it. Like, you know, you're a rock star team when like one ends and the other begins, but no one knows where that is. You know, we all do a little bit of everybody's job that way no one feels like they're, they're on an island, you know, and, and the fact that I can leave a, a operatory and like my other DA can come in and we know exactly where the other one picked up and left off you know, that's training, that's communication, but it's, it's a family. I mean, it really is a family and, and you, you figure that out. Like if, if you're stressed out and you used your communication skills, like you can really find, it takes work, it takes effort, but I mean, you can fine tune it to where it could be your retirement office. And just like you said, it's emotional connections. Like I don't want to go to just a J-O-B. I want to go to my work family. <laughs> and I think if you don't have that, of course, you're not going to want to be a, a DA in 10 years because every day is misery because you're surrounding yourself with non-compatible um, people. So I think that placement is huge. I think knowing what you want is huge. And how do you know what you want until you talk to your peers? Like, what do you have? Hmm, that sounds nice. I like that. Ooh, I don't like that. I'm not doing that. You know, and having a connection and a network and, and things that we never had before, like I could see this career path changing even more in the next 20 years with 3D printing and our expanded functions, like, and just like your sand rose, like it's an, a one-stop shop, you know, let's get your A1C levels tested, you know, over here, let's check your blood pressure. Oh yeah, it's time to do your cleaning. Like it's all, you know, the whole body is connected and Western medicine kind of sectioned it up, but people, you know supply and demand people are going to start demanding that da's step up take more of a role with these expanded functions to help the dentist uh meet the demand of the public public you know like i want full body health and i want to start my mouth <laughs> karina 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 okay so let's talk about oas like give me one more thing like how would if i had a dental assistant on here right now and says um i'm tired of being in the back my neck, my back hurts. I don't want to be wet fingered anymore. How do we, how do like, what are some things that, that, that they should look for and how they feel before they take the jump? Cause I've seen a lot go up and then be miserable and then come back. Like, yeah. what are some key pointers? Like, when do you know you're ready? If you're ready? Um, so it's a little different for us down here, just because we give them the opportunity to kind of shadow and jump in a couple days here and there, uh, versus just taking that leap of faith. And then ultimately finding out that they don't love it as much as they thought they would. So um, we try to make it easy because again, we're still trying to retain our people, especially with everything that's happened within the last year. Um, the importance of making sure that they feel supported versus just like, oh, okay, let's just do what you want um, has really changed our perspective as to how we can help 
actually manage that support. So being able to now add additional trainings, additional workshops, in-person, one-on-one, shoulder-to-shoulder, um, and exposing them to those items, because that's really what they need is the exposure. Um, a thought is a thought, but once you're actually in it, it could be completely different from what you imagined. Um, that goes for anything really, but definitely being transparent, asking questions, seeing what your options are, um, and knowing who to get in contact with, because once you don't know who you can reach out to, a lot of these people tend to be a little bit more on the quieter side. And sometimes like myself, I need a little kick in the butt to kind of push me to actually take the jump or to take the leap. But when I see potential in somebody, I mention it, I bring it up and say, hey, you know what, you're really good at the skill. How do you feel about, you know, venturing off to this location or this field? Um, but really that's all it is, it's just the support and the exposure. Yeah, you know, that, and that's true. Cause like, you don't even realize like you have these traits until, you know, you kind of get older and you've tried this and you've done that. And then you're like, wow, it turns out I do like this. And, and like we said before, like the more you like it, the better you are at it. So Erica, okay. Talking about better at it. So like being where you're at in the country, like bilingual dental assistants, like how hot is that? I need to know. <laughs> well, definitely, <laughs> it's really big here, um, especially in Miami. Um, majority, probably, out of seven offices in Miami, seven are bilingual. <laughs> so um, it's really big, um, and they're true bilingual. Uh, where they can go into the office, they can speak English, they can speak Spanish. Um, a lot of them speak Creole, so it's like. Some of them, you know, speak multiple languages, but it's good. Um, it's hard when I don't speak English. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish, but I'm learning. So I have doctors that talk to me now in Spanish and I'm just like, okay. And they're like, did you understand? And I'm like, yes. And so they test me and I go do what they asked me to do. And they're like, so you really are learning. <laughs> but um, I am taking the time to learn it because it is important, especially in the community with the schools, the assistants, um, some of the schools have where it's, their primary language is Spanish. So it's it's just about, about building that relationship and trying to, you know, build the culture. No, it's funny because when I was in North Carolina, you know, I had like two pages of um, uh, Espanol, like, si abre uh, 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 poquito, uh, y abre, uh, uh, you know, it's, it was pathetic. And then I had like this little, you know, diagram and I'm like, I'm doing my best, like, I, I <laughs> And, and I, I always wish I had started somewhere where there was multicultures, like, so I could have had, because seriously, dude, let's say you're multitasking, right? You're able to go from one operatory where you're speaking Spanish to the other operatory where it's predominant English. Like, uh, that is a superpower. Like, you go into a state where they don't have bilingual dental assistants, and dude, you are so rock star. Oh, my gosh. I would kill for one of those, you know, just like, oh, it's all, this, I was struggling, and uh so I just, I think that's really cool if you start somewhere where, you know, they incorporate multiple languages and patient care. Um, I, I, that's a superpower for sure. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I think we're, we're going to wrap it up here. Remember next week is dental assistance recognition week. Um, recognize yourselves for, give yourself a pat on the back or whatever that is, you know, a round of applause because you're a rock star just for one, you pick this awesome career path. Two, 
support your other DAs. So like, if you're on an Island by yourself, you're the only dental assistant in your practice, you know, pat yourself, give yourself a round of pause. If you have another dental assistant, do something nice. I mean, does it have, you could go to the gas station and grab a cookie and be like writing with a permanent marker, you know, to the best DA I work with, you know, and, and I did that last week or last year. So I know that that works, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't, get, I got you a cookie. I did. I did recognize you in some way, shape or form. Uh, or, you know, if you're lucky enough and you have a dentist that's going to go out of their way to acknowledge you, that's even awesomer, but acknowledge yourself. Cause seriously, like you picked one of the most rewarding professions. Um, I love that you're, you're growing and you guys individuals right in front of my face on this zoom call right now, like you complete me. I mean, people that don't understand what it's like to, to love what you do, um, they will never understand what it's like to be surrounded by people who love what they do too. So I thank you so much for being on the show, guys. Rose, do you want to close this out? Because you're really good with that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rhonda, for always, you know, having us supporting dental assistants across the country to every single dental assistant across the country. We look forward to celebrating our profession together because in the midst of a global crisis, we survived and we have redefined what our role is going to be in the next 10 years. So we will see you guys virtually in the next seven days. And we are a matter of hours away till Sunday. Thank you, Rhonda. And thank you, DA Rockstars. We will see you guys next week to celebrate. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of DA Rockstars. Thank you all of you Rockstars over there at PDS Foundation. You are truly setting the standard for DAs. As always, if you need to find your tribe, Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe place just for you. Dental Assistance Rock. Find your swag and get all the information you'll need to find your Rockstar path. And as always, if you need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Instagram and Facebook. But until next time, keep on suctioning.